So there are essentially two different types of business categories that you can start. The first is high profit, low startup cost. The second is low profit, high startup cost. And we're gonna talk about both of those, the subcategories within them, where you should be focusing, the type of business you wanna be starting and focusing on, even if you're just getting started, as we kind of dive in here further into business week on the Think Different Theory. So let's dive in. You are now entering a new paradigm. So here is my issue. I wanted to find the answers to life's biggest questions. Things like, how do I become happy and live with purpose? How do I make more money doing what I love? And what does it mean to be truly successful in all areas of life? My name is Josh Forty, at Josh Forty on Instagram, and I ask life's biggest questions and share the answers with you. My goal is to help you find purpose, happiness, and open your mind to new realms of possibility by helping you think differently about everything you do, know, and understand. On this podcast, we think different, we dream bigger, and we live in a world without limits. This is a new paradigm. Welcome to the Think Different Theory. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Think Different Theory. My name is Josh Forty, and I am so excited for this week. We are on episode number 60 today, and as I sat down and was like, all right, let's plan out some awesome content for the week. What do we got coming up? I realized that this was the week that I get to interview Taylor Welch from Traffic and Funnels, which is the first ever interview for the Think Different Theory podcast, which I'm so stoked about. Taylor uh, has he's actually kind of a friend of mine, but he is someone that uh, I have followed for a long time, and we've just recently kind of become friends. And uh, like I said, he's founder of Traffic and Funnels. They do over a million dollars a month in their business, and they are absolutely crushing it. And it was a great interview. I've already, I've already actually recorded uh, the interview. I'm recording this after the fact. But as I sat down, as I was planning out this week, I was so stoked about this because I realized that this was coming up. The interview lasts for like an hour and it's gonna drop later this week. I am stoked. Seriously, you guys are in for such a huge treat. So make sure to tune in for that. We talk everything from business and mindset, personal development and like routines to religion and the economy, politics, like all sorts of really cool stuff. And it'll just, it'll really get you going. It'll really get you fired up and just give you the motivation I think that you need. And also a lot of like, we dive into some kind of some good stuff and what he does on um, like an actual day-to-day basis on how he optimizes his life his business, and how you guys can do the same. He is an incredible dude, and I can't wait for that episode. So welcome back to the program. I'm pumped up today. It has been a great day, very, very productive for me on my side of things. And you know those days when just like things go right? Well, let me tell you, the last couple of days have not been those days for me. I have had a lot of things go wrong. And by a lot of things, I mean like everything you can possibly think of from computers going out to internet going out to missed meetings to my phone broke. Like it said, I didn't have a SIM card in it for like a whole day, even though it did have a SIM card in it. It has just been a week. And let me tell you, I woke up today and have been so productive and it's been awesome. And I'm just super excited about that. Plus, um, I've applied some of the things that I learned from Taylor's interview already. And it was awesome. Like just game changing stuff. Super, super cool. So it's been a good day. I hope all of you guys have been having a good day as well. And I'm super excited because as I sat down and decided to plan out content for the week, I decided it's going to be business week. We're going to talk about some business stuff this week. I'm super pumped because today's episode is going to be about different types of business. Because unfortunately, if you're anything like me, you at one point in your life, 
uh, probably thought that starting a business costs a lot of money and that you needed tons of capital and an investor and all sorts of crazy stuff that really isn't true. But it is true for certain types of businesses. And I think that the, uh, how do I say it? Like the Shark Tank TV style businesses that most people think are real businesses, like that's not really how all businesses work. And once you understand the different types of businesses and you understand the, like how they're structured and how they're built and like, how you get to literally pick what business you want based on what you want to do or the type and the style of business that you want based on what you want to do and where you're at, uh, it will completely change your like your perspective of, of business in general and really give you, I think, the confidence, the clarity to go out there and either start your business or if you've already started a business, to go out there and continue to scale, give you the confidence to know that you're in the right path here. So um, business week this week, we're going to talk business. This episode, we're going to talk uh, business. The next two episodes, one of those episodes being the interview with Taylor, which is super awesome and uh, you guys are just going to love it. So let's dive in. All right, so... The, I want to tell you a story, but before, actually, let me start with the story and then we'll kind of dive into the research and stuff that I do. Because as you know, I don't just spew random things out here. Like there's actually a, uh, like a thought process behind these episodes and I actually do research and I, I state, you know, sources and things where I get statistics and things from, uh, and I actually do research on it and it actually makes me learn a lot myself as I'm going through this. This is one of the reasons that I love actually doing the podcast. So, uh, but before I dive into that, I kind of take a step back and paint this picture for you of me a while ago, before I got started in business where I am today. So probably, I don't know, go back to 16, 17, 18 year old Josh, and even like all the way up to like 20 year old Josh. During that time frame, I had this interesting idea of what a business was. I imagined that it had to be uh, a high startup cost, that you need a lot of money, that you basically had to do something that nobody else has ever done before that you um, took it's like it took a long time to be successful and that you weren't going to make a whole lot of money up front for a, a, quite a while and that it was really, really risky. You know, you're going to take a $100,000 loan or $200,000 loan, it might fail. And it was really scary for me, but you know, me being the driven, motivated person that I am, I was going to take the risk. I was willing to do that and I was going to do whatever it took in order for me to be successful. But having this view of business really hindered me and really hindered my mindset, not only from the fact of not being able to start a business successfully for a long time, but also not even realizing like how to learn about businesses and that there were different types of businesses. And it held me back from even broadening my perspective and just learning in general because I was like, why learn on something that I'm not able to do right now myself? And so I would go through this whole entire process and I, you know, obviously I started like my business while I was still in high school, I had my chicken business, which we've talked about, which once again, required some capital up front. Nothing crazy, but you know, for me, I was like, man, I gotta do something to make some money. And so I had this really skewed version of what it took and it held me back for a long time and uh, just didn't allow me to go and uh, to move forward in what I was doing. Now, the crazy part was though, is that about the time that I was getting started into business and really figuring out that there was other parts of business out there is the time social media was really blowing up and it became even more easy to get started into business and still to this day is easy to start uh, the different types of businesses that we're gonna talk about here today and I'm very excited to dive in and kind of bring clarity. All right, so let's move on now to the the types. As I was studying this, I came across a video by uh, a guy named Alex Becker who I think does a really good job of explaining this and it's funny because I actually like drew out 
on my whiteboard, like how I wanted to go and like explain these things. And then uh, I went and saw Alex Becker's video and I was like, oh man, this does an even better job of it. I'm just going to kind of model after what he did for the analogy sake of it. And uh, I, I, I found that a lot with Alex Becker's videos. I, I like some of, I, li- I like a lot of his content and some of them he just nails straight on the head and I'm just like, sweet, that's what we're going to rock with. So I want to talk about the two different types or, or should I say the two different categories of businesses that are out there, right? Because for the sake of this conversation, there's essentially two types of categories of business, right? The first is high profit margin, low startup cost. The second is low profit margin, high startup cost. Now, listen to that very carefully because you might be like, Josh, I think you said that wrong. Why would anybody want to start a low profit margin, low startup cost business? I mean, a high startup cost business. Why would not everybody start with a high profit margin, low startup cost business. I'm going to tell you why here in just one second. But I think it's very important that we understand these two types of concepts because these two businesses are drastically different. Now, I must say that I am not necessarily a business expert. I have built uh, a few businesses, nothing crazy, but I've uh, I've failed at a lot of businesses, but built, this will be my third successful business that I have, uh, that I've built. And really, they have all fallen more So under the first category, and I'm getting now into really studying the second type of category, and so I'm really learning about this and how billionaires and really successful people, people that have large exits and have mass uh, net worth and and wealth, actually focus a lot on the low profit margin, high startup cost businesses. But before we do that, we really need to dive in and understand Uh, something that I really missed as I was younger uh, about how a business actually works or or what a business actually does to make money, all right? So business at the very base level is solving problems for profit, all right? And and that very, very, that's a very, very important concept to understand, okay? So when you go and buy anything, you are simply buying a solution And you either buy it, well, you buy for one of a few reasons, but essentially you buy it to solve a problem that you have, all right? So for example, I, uh, you know, buy a phone because I want to communicate, right? Now, I could go out and I could build a phone myself, but it would cost me, you know, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of dollars to go and build all the technology and you know go through and put all those pieces together and come up with the phone. So instead, rather than spending hundreds of thousands of dollars and hours and hours and hours and hours of time, I go and I just pay my $500 or $1,000 for my iPhone, right? Uh, same thing is true with like a service-based business. So for example, I could run, you know, uh, or I can mow my lawn myself, right? But rather than mowing my lawn uh, and, you know, t- me, taking me two hours to do that, I can just pay someone $50 or 75 bucks to come and mow my lawn for two hours and that problem is now solved. The problem was I need my lawn mowed and I didn't want to do it, right? So all of business is really just identifying a problem and then solving that problem for profit. And usually speaking, the reason that a business can succeed and the reason that a business can charge a profit for it is because they're the ones that are investing in the systems and the technology and whatever is involved in doing that particular project or solving that problem in the most efficient way. And if it's something with like low profit margins, they're doing it in a way that uh, is, <clears throat> excuse me, is uh, cheapest because they're doing it at scale, right? So for example, it might be like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of something, like I might be able to go and make a cheeseburger, right? 
And that's not like overwhelmingly expensive if I go to the store and do it. Like I could afford to go to the store and make a cheeseburger. But McDonald's can come in and they can do it for cheaper than I can because they serve so many people and they solve that problem at such a mass scale that they have put the systems and pieces in place that they can get it at a discounted rate and, and do it for you know cheaper than I can myself, right? So all of business is really identifying and solving problems. Now, growing up, I did not realize that at all. In fact, I thought that in order to have a successful business, you had to really go out there and be super smart and come up with like a new patented technology or patented product or something that's never done before or something that's new and revolutionary and you really got to go and do it better than everybody else and yada, 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 what have you, right? And quite frankly, that's just not the case. And in fact, a lot of things right now that you buy on a mass scale can be done so much better and there's so much room for improvement, no one's just doing it. And there's so much opportunity out there, but we're gonna get into that right now. But I really need you to understand that at a very core basic level of business, business is simply just solving problems, right? And you're solving it for a profit, getting paid to solve that particular problem. So now I wanna transition back into these two categories of business for you. The first category, and I want you to picture a whiteboard right now and just draw a line down the center of the whiteboard. And in category one, I want you to write, you mentally write uh, high profit, low startup. And on the right-hand side, column number two, I want you to put high uh, startup, low profit, okay? Category one is gonna include things like your services, coaching, consulting, uh, things of that nature, things where you are selling your time and or your uh, knowledge, all right? And so we say that this is a low-cost startup business with potential for high profit margins because time is valuable, all right? People will pay for someone's time and if you're an expert or a specialist in a specific area where you can get someone a result better than they can get their own or you do a really good job at it, you can get to be paid more for that. People are not paying for a product, a physical, tangible item. They are paying for something that's not a physical, tangible item. They're paying for time, energy, or knowledge on how to do something because they either can't do it themselves because they don't know how or they don't want to. So for example of not wanting to do it themselves would be um, you could pay a basic gardener person $10 an hour to come and rake leaves out of your garden or you could pay a specialist gardener to come in and you could pay him $150 an hour and he's gonna completely you know, plant you the most beautiful, gorgeous, amazing garden ever, right? The higher your skill set, the more value you can bring to the table, the higher you can charge. Well, guess what? Your time doesn't cost you anything in dollars, right? And your knowledge doesn't cost you anything in dollars to go and share with other people or to apply to something that you can do with your hands. So guess what? How much does it cost you to go and and mow someone's yard or teach them how to you know, get better in the gym or teach them how to run a Facebook ad. If you know how to do those things and they're su supplying the tools, then it doesn't really cost you anything. And you can charge a premium for that. So what does that mean? That means that it is a high profit margin business. You have very low cost and you can charge a lot of money for it and it's not, like, it's not costing you a whole lot to get started. So low cost. On the flip side of that, you have category number two. And category number two is things, I'm basically just gonna call these things product-based businesses and software businesses. So physical products and softwares. There's, there's other things that fall into this business, I, like I understand, but think physical products because it now costs you something to make that product, 
right? So if someone's paying you, I don't know, $100 for something, maybe it costs you $40 to make it. So now they pay $40 for that thing. And in their head, they're like, you know what? That's probably worth about a hundred bucks, right? So you can't charge them $400 for it because they're not going to buy it, right? And they know that it's only worth a hundred dollars, not going to pay more for it than that. And it costs you 40 bucks to make. And then you've got, you know, staff, you've got advertising costs, yada, 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 what have you. So maybe you walk away with a profit of uh, $30 or $25. So let's just say 25 for an easy number. Okay. So you walk away with $25 per sale. Whereas with your expertise services, let's say you, you go and you do a job and you charge 200 bucks an hour for your service and you do it in, you know, three hours, now you've made 600 bucks, right? So $600 per sale that you make versus $25 per sale that you make. So who would want option number two? What are the downsides or benefits of options one and two? Well, here's the thing. In the option one category, you've got time that you're investing, which means it is not scalable, right? You're only you can only do so much. You only have so many hours in a day. And so it's very, very hard to scale a coaching, consulting, like that style business while you're still involved in the process. Now, yes, there's ways to do it with courses and ways to do it with like building a team and what have you, but it's, it's very difficult. You do reach a cap at some point. You can make it to the millions of dollars, like you know, maybe two, three, four, five million. But if you really want to build a 20 million, 50 million, hundred million dollar, you know, you know, billion dollar company, you're not going to do it with a service-based business or very, very few people are, right? It's very, very difficult to do because your time is not scalable. And the second thing and, and reason of that is it's not a sellable asset because it is you. It, th- that, that type of business is built around you and your expertise. And if you remove yourself from the business, you're going to have a hard time selling it because it's not worth a whole lot, right? There's no product there. There's no assets there. And yes, I understand that for those of you that are listening, they're like, well, yeah, there is. There is to a certain extent, but nothing like a product-based business, right? So that's the downside of that. It's fast. You can start it really quickly. You can make a bunch of money, but it's not scalable or limited scalability and you can't sell it. We're on the flip side with the product-based business. Once you get the systems down and once you're making a profit, even at the beginning, you can scale quickly and you can scale at a very, very high level and it becomes a sellable asset. So think about this. If I can start a business and let's say I have $100,000 invested in my business and I'm selling, I have, I'm just making up numbers here. Let's say I'm selling, uh, you know, 10,000 products, uh, or uh, let's say I'm selling a thousand products a month for a hundred bucks. All right. So I'm doing like a hundred thousand bucks a month and my profit margin is only 25% on that. Right. That's what we determined. So I'm making 25,000 bucks a month. Well, guess what? The more product I buy, the better price I'm that I'm going to get. Right. So let's say all of a sudden I start really, really scaling this. And now I go from selling a thousand products a month to sell in 10,000 or 100,000 products a month. So now I'm selling 100,000 products a month. Guess what the price of my products are going to do? They're going to stay the same, but my cost to make that product is going to go down a little bit, right? So now instead of maybe costing $75 to produce and sell that product, maybe it only costs me 50. So now I'm making a 50% profit margin or a 40% profit margin, right? I'm able to reinvest that money back into the business and, and grow. It doesn't take my time it's easily scalable. It's not my expertise. It's a physical product or a software and it's a sellable asset. Someone could buy that company and write you a big fat 20, 30, 50, hundred million dollar check for that company now because it's not you. It's not your knowledge. It's not your service or your time. It is an actual product. 
And so what a lot of people like me, when I was young, have a misconception of is they think that all businesses fall in this product space where they have to invest a lot of money, you gotta get investors, raise capital, yada, 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 what have you. And while that is an awesome model of business if you wanna get into it to sell, to scale big, to create a $100 million plus company, you don't need to start there. You can start in category number one where it's low risk, high profit, and you can get cash in the door. And I love the way Alex Becker you know, kind of explained this. He's like, listen, you can go and make 50,000 bucks a month in category number one with virtually no startup costs and basically being a one-man show, maybe one employee, right? You can make 50, 60, 70,000 bucks a month. When you've got 50, 60, 70,000 dollars a month coming in and maybe your costs are only like 10,000, now you can go and put 50,000 bucks a month towards investing in a bigger company and bring it to scale, right? And I think that's super important to understand. It's like, okay, now you've actually got the cash flow and you've already built a business now. So you're going to have those connections. You're going to go out there and you're going to you know, have a better understanding of business. You're going to have a better understanding of how things work. You're going to have cash in the bank. You're going to have credit. You're going to have experience. You're going to have all those different things that are going to set you up, up for success in that bigger uh, category two style business. And so I really want to encourage you if you're sitting there right now and you're like, man, I don't know. I don't really want to start a business that costs a lot of money. No, it doesn't have to. You can build that expert-based business, a coach, consultant, service provider, where you're selling your skills, your knowledge, and remember, all you're doing, going back to why we explained what business does, all you're doing is solving a problem for profit. You don't have to be the best at it. You just have to be better than the person that you're helping. So for example, I have no idea like different workout routines in the gym. I don't go to the gym a whole lot. I work out, but it's either at home or I go running or I just like lift random weights. So someone could come to me that is a little bit better at the gym than I am and be like, yo, I'm gonna charge you 500 bucks a month and I'm gonna teach you how to you know, crush it in the gym. And so I hire them for three months. I pay them 1500 bucks and we go once a week to the gym. They meet me at the gym that they're going to anyway. And they make $1,500 for doing what they love anyway. And I am really happy because now you're teaching me things that I don't know. And that's a service-based business. That's coaching, consulting, and you know, service provider-based businesses. That's all it is. Solve that problem for a profit. Solve that problem for a profit. And then once you get good at that, then you can make the transition over and maybe then start, and I'm gonna stick with the fitness example, you can start a supplement company. Starting a supplement company could be really, really expensive. It takes research, it takes development, and all that. But if you had a coaching business where you coached people in the gym for 500 bucks a month and you had, I don't know, let's say you had 10 clients. So that's five, let's say you had 30 clients, right? And you spent, uh, you know, an hour with them or two hours with them uh, a month, right? So you've got 30 clients, you're spending 60 hours a month total in the gym, which you'd probably spend there anyway, teaching these people. And you got 30 clients, that's like $15,000 a month, Right? So you made $15,000 a month, you're living off five, and you do this for a year, now you've got, what, $120,000 saved up that you can then invest into development and creating your nutrition company or whatever. And then you can, you know, there's other ways to scale coaching, raise your prices and, you know, what have you. And then you could go and be like, well, I know that my customer base really needs this type of supplement. Like, this is in high demand. So you go create that supplement, and now you start this other business that serves your existing customer base already in a product form, and now you can scale much more quickly because you have the cash to be able to invest in that and remove yourself from the process of that, and you already have the existing customer base that you've built. And so those are kind of like the two different types of businesses, and so many people get confused because they think that, 
a business has to be super complex or offer all these different pieces. And it's just not the case. I thought that, but now we're doing between 60 and a hundred thousand dollars a month in our business. And we sell three things, three things. And then this exact same three things to every single person. And we only sell one of them to a customer. So someone will pay us anywhere from 7,500 bucks to $20,000. And it's one of these three things. It's simple. It's just the same thing over and over and over again, but it solves the problem. It's nothing that that person couldn't go learn themselves, but they don't want to take the time that took me two or three or four years to learn. They just want it done now. They don't have the time. So they pay me for it. And that's my service-based business. I don't have a product-based or a software-based business right now because that's not where I want to be. And so that's how the two different categories of businesses work. Don't confuse the two and don't let the fact that you're scared because you don't have a bunch of money or you think that you've got to come up with some revolutionary product hold you back from actually going out there and like starting that business of your dreams and you know maybe going out and doing what you love to do because no matter what you love to do, there is somebody else out there that wants to learn those things that you know more information of. I don't care what, you're, what it is, right? Like, let's say that you, for example, one of the things that I want to learn how to do at some point in my life, and this is kind of, you know, a funny thing is like, I want to learn breakdancing. I think it'd be super cool. And I'm very, very white. And I'm very, very awful at coordination in that sense and dancing. But like, if you're a breakdancer right now, and let's say you've never taught anybody before, you've never really, you know, won anything crazy, but you're, you're decently good at breakdancing. Well, someone like me who's interested in breakdancing, you know way more than I do. And so I would come to you and I'd be like, hey, will you teach me breakdancing? You might not be qualified, but you know more than I do and I'm willing to pay you for it. So there's your business. And you can literally start a business that way. And because of the shifts in the internet and the change in the, you know, the economy and, and the change in so many the ways that people buy and learn, this is becoming wildly more popular. And it, these are legitimate types of businesses. And I know people that make hundreds of thousands of dollars, even millions of dollars a year doing that first style of business before they ever move into like a product-based business or a software-based business that you know, they can scale to millions and millions and hundreds of millions of dollars beyond that. So I really hope that helped because those are the, you know, and there's subcategories to these businesses, you know, like there's obviously coaches is one type, consultants is another type, service providers, another type. Uh, There's even more sub niches than that, different types of consulting businesses, different types of coaching businesses, but that we can get to on a later episode. But I really wanted to explain the difference here between those two categories because I know I got them confused. I think a lot of people get those things confused as well. So decide that. All right. All right, guys, we're going to continue this thought process uh, on a later episode. Actually, the next episode, we're going to you know, talk about this kind of in further detail. So stay tuned for that. Make sure to catch part two of this exact, uh, this kind of series, this little mini series, two-part uh, podcast episode that we got going on here. All right. All right, guys, as always, hustle, hustle. God bless. Do not be afraid to think different because those of us that think different are going to be the ones that change the world. Seriously, uh, I-, I posted a quote on Facebook today. Actually, let me bring it up here just because you guys can hang on with me for just one second as I'm wrapping this up. Um, I posted this on there and I was actually telling it to um, a friend of mine kind of like talking about mindset and stuff with this and it just, it really clicked. I thought it was a really good analogy. And I said, you got to remember, none of us or very few of us ever create anything new. We're simply connecting the dots and putting pieces in place to expedite a process, right? That's what we just talked about in this episode. Uh, it's simply about figuring out how to put the right pieces in place for maximum success. Mindset is the lens we look through to figure out what goes where. 
It's hard to see through something that's if it's all messed up. If you've got a bad lens, you can have the best vision in the world and still not see through it. If you've got a good lens, you can even have really bad vision and still see things crystal clear. And that's why it's important to have a good mindset. And you have a good mindset by thinking differently. And that's why I always tell you to think different. And uh, you know that's, that's what this podcast is all about, is having that mindset and making that mental shift, whether that's in business or in life or you know a- any area, relationships, any area of your life there to uh, get where you want to be in life. All right, guys. Like I said, I love you all, and I will see you on the next podcast. Take it easy, fam. Peace. Yo, what's up, guys? You've been listening to the Think Different Theory with myself, Josh Forty, which I like to call a new paradigm of thinking. And real quick, I got a question for you. Did you like this episode? If you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread this message of positivity and making the world a better place is if you leave a review, a rating, and subscribe to the podcast. What that does is it basically tells the platforms that this is out on that you like my stuff and that I'm doing something right. So if you could take like three seconds out of your day and subscribe, leave a rating and a review, I would be forever grateful for you. Also, I want to hear from you. I want to know your feedback, your ideas and your questions for future episodes. So be sure to hit me up on Instagram in the DM at Josh 40 or via email contact at thinkdifferenttheory.com.